Okay, should we do a film smash? Right. You had you had an idea. This is a story that my dad was telling me about that happened to him recently, and it made me think it would be a good film smash film. But I, I had to kind of reverse engineer what films you would need to do to make it. Love um, that cheeky smash so, film. So I settled on a smash between like The Big Short. Um, mm-hmm. It's the movie about the financial crash. <laughs> um, but if it was done by like the Coen brothers, um, which would also be very funny, where everything's kind of accidental and maybe born of something on a small scale. So the, the story was I've written here is the story of my dad's battle with a building society. He was very, very angry to receive a letter the other day. He got two letters from the same building society. One was a balance slip saying that he had one pound in his account. <laughs> and then... Oh, dear. The other was a confirmation of account cancellation. <laughs> right. And I asked him why he was so angry, and he, he said that he'd been having this farce for ages with this building society, where he'd opened it one time, but then moved to a, a different one that had a b- better rate, so he moved all his money, but he had to leave one pound <laughs> in this account. <laughs> And they kept sending him balance slips every month saying, you've got one pound in your account. (laughs) And they kept sending stuff to the wrong address as well. And he he decided to tell them that the address had changed. And and then also at some point he told them to, to cancel the account. And even though they were somehow sending letters to this address, they still had the old address on their system and everything was getting redirected from our old house. Um, and he'd always get, like, two letters at the same time. <laughs> and then it culminated in, in one time a letter with three forms in it. One was a proof of change of address. One was a I, I want to close my account form. And one was we need <laughs> we need a solicitor to witness a signature to prove that it's you. Because we never did that for some reason. So he had these three forms that he had to do just to close his account that had one pound in it. <laughs> and and he's, he's, he thought, like, why do I need to prove that it's me? Why do I need a solicitor? And he looked it up, and it, it turned out that it would have cost £30 to get a solicitor to witness a signature. So he'd have had to pay £30 to close this one-pound account. And they sent him these three env- three pe- prepaid return envelopes for these three <laughs> separate forms. He thought, why couldn't there just be one envelope? Why can't they can send them in one? Why can't I return them in one? Um, and eventually, he got on the phone and got very angry with them. And and they're like, oh, but we can't we can't just close the account because it's got your money in it. He's like, it's one pound. I don't care. <laughs> Donate it to charity. Keep it for yourself. Whatever. And they're like, oh no, but we need we need you you need your new bank account to transfer it to because we've got to look after your pound. <laughs> and so eventually, it it got transferred and resolved. But I just thought it was so funny the idea of like every step along this is completely logical. Like they need to prove that it's him. They need to like get confirmation that he wants to close his account because. If they don't do that for everyone, then the system's broken. <laughs> they need to do that no matter how much money's in the account. But it's only one pound. He doesn't care. They don't care either. But the system means that they have to. And I just just fell in love with the idea of a building of a bank 
trying so hard to follow their own rules, being like, no, no, but we need to protect your money. And like, I don't want it. I don't want this pound. Just go away. And I thought, there's, there's potential here. It's like energy. You know, it, it can neither be created nor destroyed, only transferred to different forms. And by forms, I mean bank accounts. <laughs> money cannot be destroyed. Yeah. Well, it's an interesting story, especially when you consider, like, the big short. But, like, the idea is, imagine if the banks followed all their rules really, really well, to the extent that it was annoying, instead of the big <laughs> short, whereas, imagine if the big, big, the big banks were, like, big banks, and bad. <laughs> and were yeah, doing just, dumb, stupid things. That's We've a good made point. It is, it is kind of the opposite, actually, isn't it? <laughs> well, no, I like the idea of, you know, because a lot of the big short is trying to explain all these dumb, made-up rules... Uh, that the banks have come up with to make more money um, or to, you know, fuck around with the housing market. Um, yeah, it's like, I've forgotten they, how, how it is. It's like you can bet on bet on the, the market crashing. Well, the whole or, thing, the big short, is as in to short is to basically bet against something. Um, you know, to, to um, if something drops in value, if you've shorted it, the money you've invested increases in value. So... The film starts with Christian Bale figuring out that he can short the housing market, which everyone's like, that's dumb. The housing market is the most stable, bestest market. Um, and then you get loads of characters throughout the film realising that um, the housing market is really dumb and weird um, and full mm. of made-up rules. Uh, yeah. And then the sort of a rude awakening at the end, obviously, where the housing crisis happens um, and, the, <laughs> and the economy collapses because all these made-up rules just sort of you know, consume themselves. You have people betting on people betting on people betting on people betting um, the the worth of houses and people giving um, people who can't afford them uh, loans to buy more houses because they believe the housing market is so secure that they can just do that so they can forever collect sort of dividends on these loans. Um, and Brad Pitt has a good moment. I remember when, you know, they're all realising, oh, we're going to make loads of money when the housing crisis when the housing crisis happens when the housing market fails because we know it's going to fail so we've shorted it um and then Brad Pitt has a go at them and is like hey you know that's going to be really 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 bad when that happens like mm. well done you're going to make money off it but like you know if the unemployment rate goes up 1% like you know a thousand people die or something like that or more probably more but you can easily easily imagine that someone who's who's out to make money and they're thinking of all these interesting ways of betting on markets and things and make money off that they could just not consider that yeah it's quite easy to understand how someone could get in that world where none of it has real world world consequences when in fact all of it does well yeah especially when you're playing with these weird sort of um market forces and these weird rules again that they're all entirely made up yeah um it's all just weird cheat codes for rich people um (laughs) It makes me think of well, like it makes me think of the South Park episode because South Park did like a a bit on, I, I think it was the economic crash, where um, the economy just sort of goes bad, but no one understands why. Um, so they try they make like they start making up like religions um, that explain the economy and they treat the economy like <laughs> it was like an angry god that they've upset with frivolous spending, um, and then the whole time this makes me think of your dad and the one pound thing. Um, Stan is just trying to return a margarita machine, um, but he can't return it to the to the shop because I oh know you have to go up higher up to to deal with that, and he can't return it to like the head office 
and he has to return it to like the it like and then people keep saying to him oh no, no, no um you know we don't actually own the margarita machine um we're owned by a bank that um, makes money off the loans that we get when we sell the margarita machines and so loads and loads of weird levels of things and eventually ends up at like the federal reserve um these three guys take his margarita machine go into a room come back covered in blood and say one million dollars <laughs> and it turns out the whole economy is just they cut off a chicken's head and then throw it onto a like a dartboard full of random numbers and figures um, and see where it ends up to make all their decisions. <laughs> I kind of I kind of like that. I don't watch much South Park. I don't know where we go with the story of this. I just love the idea of you know there's this guy. It's the big short is happening, and this guy has got like a very 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 small amount invested in something. Maybe he like he. It's your dad. Your dad's the main character of this show. Um, <laughs> All right. He like gives some of his money to like you know some financial advisor who says they'll invest it in ways um you know don't worry we'll make this work we'll invest it in special ways um and make your money back yeah um, imagine imagine like his like his his um best friend is a financial advisor he's like he's ended up with a little bit of money he's like i don't know what to do with this which charity should i give it to he's like no 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 invest it right here well maybe, maybe the main character can be the financial advisor so they get all their friends money um, their friend, you know, maybe their friends like the, a, a relative of their friend has died, and they've got like um, you know a small chunk of money out of it, um, or something mm. like that. And they're like, they're like, no, give it to me. I can invest this money. I can make, you know, I can double the money. And his friend needs it because you know um, his son, Tiny Tim, um, needs surgery. <laughs> He's like, no, I can do this. And he makes a series of terrible decisions, um, and just keeps losing the money and ends up with one pound, <laughs> and then realizes okay, okay. that he can short the housing market. <laughs> By investing his one pound, and because it's such a like everyone thinks it's such a bad bet, um, it makes it would like return an incredible amount of money if he invests this one pound correctly. Or what if it was the other way around, where for some reason all all the big banks in the world are placing bets on Dad's bank account? Oh yeah, that that's what happens as a result of this. Um, like more large finance institutions realize, like, wait, for the first time ever, someone is trying to short the housing market. Hmm, maybe there's something interesting here. And because it was the first one, instead of like doing it themselves, they all just start betting on this one pound account. <laughs> all right, okay. Well, I, I was thinking if if all the banks were betting on the bank account and it kept reducing in value, but no one quite realized, and there. All all the global economy is is balancing on the weight of this one pound. I love that. Yeah, yeah that then. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm just thinking of um, two lawyers as the economy <laughs> starts collapsing because of two guys and weird choices people keep making just well, on yeah, their may- advice. Maybe it's like it's like the South Park approach. Maybe that is how the economy works. And one person who's got no idea that they're involved in the whole thing. Is actually the the driving wind of the entire economy. Maybe that maybe that's it. Your dad accidentally <laughs> caused um, the financial crash because he had one pound stuck in this bank account for ages, and he didn't know that the building society and banks and stuff they do this on purpose. They make it so you know you can't. It's really difficult to change your account. Whenever someone you know leaves only one pound, all the banks rejoice because they know it's near impossible to get that one pound out. Therefore, that one pound is a constant. That's a steady state. That is a safe investment. That's it. Yeah, like all the banks are owned by the all same the people. So that so they so they 
have incentives to get people to switch banks as often as possible. Because if all the banks are owned by the same people, then everybody, every time they switch, they leave a pound in their pocket. And those pounds are perfect. They are (laughs) untouchable. But for the first time ever, your dad (laughs) has been fighting hard to just end that account. (laughs) Because they can also put interest on the pounds. Exactly. It's constantly just going um, with um, a fixed interest rate or something. So that makes it, again, it makes it a steady bet. That pound can't be removed. It will forever grow in size because no one's going to pay £30 to remove £1 from an account. No way. Ridiculous. Don't worry, everyone. Bet your money on Joe's dad's bank account. <laughs> oh, what? So that, that, they, so it's it's not the accumulation of many pound bank accounts. It's if they've got one it's something to be bested and shorted on. Like, like it's, it's them being reckless. Like, originally they would do it with many. You know, like I said, all the banks are owned by the same people and same companies. So, you know, people just moving their bank accounts around, leaving one pounds here and there, invest <laughs> chunks of money in that, chunks of money in that. But hey, why not just do it in one? Way easier. It, this, this technique has worked for ages, for ages. It's like the housing market. It's just stable. It's just going to work. Don't worry about it. Make bets on bets on bets. And it all just ends up in one account. Just happens to be... Your dad's. I, it's just your dad's not, bank account. I, okay, I'm not. I'm not really following anymore. So there's the but, the bank account with one pound in it, and you're saying the banks are doing what with that? They're all betting on it. <laughs> in the way that ba- I don't understand the Big Short Joe, so I'm just going to say <laughs> it's a series of bets. You can bet on a thing to get bigger, or you can bet on a thing to get smaller. Who's going to agree to the bet the opposite way? No one needs to. The same thing, you know, it's like with the housing market. No one was, no, they didn't need, for years and years and years, they didn't need anyone to be shorting it to make, to, to, to improve it. Everyone was just compounding these weird bets and these weird rules on a weird, overgrown Frankenstein housing market. <laughs> okay. And that's, what, but instead of the housing market, which is very complicated, sprawling, um, you know, all over the world and encompassing people's lives. No, it's just your dad's bank account. Because so, so like, just do it so you're, one. you're saying that the billionaire banks of the world, their entire bank balance is is tied up in a multiplication of a percentage of how much is in this is in Dad's building society account. Why do you think it never went up? It's always just a it's always a constant just a pound. But everyone, <laughs> they're all collecting interest, but it's all multiplying by their billions and trillions of dollars. I don't so know as, how the economy works. As soon as he works, manages Joe. to withdraw his pound, all their money disappears. Well, that's the problem because you know, all you know, like it's it's all become just like too big to really understand. Like a lot of people <laughs> who work in these big banks don't even know, like literally, where the bank account is. Like there is, there's just one bank account at the heart of it all. Maybe part of the character, some characters can be discovering this. They're digging deeper and they're realizing that like it's all actually account- connected to one account. Um, and the like, the local building society or whatever that's like controlling this account is really confused because whenever, like, they're like, "Oh, okay, we'll just close the account. Let's just we we got to send the email up to 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 higher places, whatever, just to to get it cancelled." And they're always being told, "Delay, delay! Don't let him close the account." Well, why not? I don't understand. <laughs> just tell him he needs to get his one pound out. He'll need to hire a thirty pound solicitor. Does he actually have to do that? Just say he has to do it. He won't do it. He'll back off. I promise. <laughs> but, We've had to email again. No, he's back. He wants his one pound out of that account. He wants the account closed. He can't close the account. He said we can just keep the pound. No! 
we can't keep the pound. It still needs to be his. <laughs> Why? <laughs> you don't understand. I can't explain. <laughs> this is the Coen Brothers element of The Big Short. Like, The Big Short is actually about the housing market because all these banks are also, you know, deeply invested in the housing market. But it's the actual catalyst for destroying it isn't their weird practices. It's actually when your dad manages to close his account. Suddenly everything's in freefall, including the housing market. Oh, yeah. So there's, on the side, there's other people placing more normal bets as to whether or not he'll be able to close his account. Yeah, people start short... Yeah. <laughs> and the, the people who, re, who, like, you know, they manage to dig all the way down, they find this one bank account, are like, hey, instead of... Maybe this is, you know, the, maybe it is the financial investor who happens to be a friend of your dad and wants to get his money back. Um... <laughs> He's like, wait, instead of, you know, his, his mind doesn't go, oh, I should tell everyone, I should warn the world, I should, you know, let people know that this whole thing is built on the house of cards, that it could collapse at any moment, that Joe's dad is actually about to close his account, and therefore the whole world's going to end. He's like, wait, <laughs> if I short Joe's dad's bank account... I can make a lot of money. I can make all of them. I can make, like, half of all money. <laughs> By my calculations, obviously we'll have to take some off for taxes and fees and you know my contingency my contingency my hourly rates um <laughs> i also had a business lunch so we can take the money off of that but no he'll, he'll get some money back he'll make his investment back at least double triple i don't know ten thousand percent <laughs> all i have to do is short his one pound bank account <laughs> i bet he'll close it i bet he'll close it and then i tell him to close it and then it closes and the housing market collapses <laughs> And all the money comes Millions of people and- lose their jobs, people die, people fall into poverty, no one gets arrested. Um, Meanwhile, this, this guy's got five trillion pounds in his account. Yeah, world's first trillionaire appears. It's this guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's your dad's financial advisor who shorts his one pound bank account. He's the 0.01%. He has half of the world's money. <laughs> And was like, where you know, you know, when you see like, um, where did it go? You, it just he's got it. You know, when you see like, you know, the graphs of like, you know, the Dow Jones or the stock market, or whatever, all like massively dropping in two thousand eight. Um, no, that money, it, the money wasn't devalued. It did not go. It all went somewhere. We had to transfer it to this guy's bank account. <laughs> this dude's got all the money. I love that. So some 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 bank who's who's managing the bet. They have to go, go ring up everyone. <laughs> they have to co- contact everybody who's got any skin oh, yeah, in the game, tell- which is everybody in the world. They have to tell- say, <laughs> hey, you, you owe this much money to this account. It's one. They just it's get one my dad's intern friend. just to call, just like, okay, just need to call up these banks. They need to send some money uh, for these accounts. Uh, and just gives a big, gives this intern just a big list of, of just all the banks in the world. And it's just these astronomical sums. And just like, you know, they, they go, okay, I can, I can call them up. Oh, hello, sorry, is this the head of, I don't know, it's not a bank, it's an investment firm. I don't know, Bear Stearns, the investment firm that went under. It's like, oh, yes, yeah, sorry, you owe, um, oh, f***. Sorry, um, you owe $500 billion uh, to uh, Joe's dad's financial advisor. Meanwhile, meanwhile, this this news is breaking on the TV that the whole global economy has collapsed, and we zoom out of the TV and Dad's opening the mail, and he's he's got his check for one pound. He's like, ah, that's good. Oh, good. And he, he, turns to, he turns to you and he goes, oh, hard times are coming. Thank God I got my pound back. And you all <laughs> laugh, not knowing your part in the global catastrophe. Meanwhile, just like, 
people coming, knocking on the door every five minutes saying, you need to open a savings account now. <laughs> Put more than one pound in it. For some, you know, um, what's his name? The, the financial advisor is, he's like getting all this money into his bank account. Um, all this, you know, ridiculous sums of money. He hasn't told anyone because, you know, he didn't know this bet was going to work. He's embarrassed. Um, he didn't want to tell your dad that he lost all this money. So he hadn't been telling him specifically what he'd been doing. But, you know, I don't know, I'm trying to think of, like, Coen Brothers' the ending. He's going to, like, open the bank account. He's going to, like, you know, get all his riches. Um, you know, this is it for him. He's going to give all the money back. Maybe he just gets, like, hit by a car or <laughs> struck by lightning. Well, I, th- I thought maybe... something like that and the film ends. I thought maybe the, um, because of all this, there's a shift in all the interest rates of all the building societies. So eventually what Dad does is reopen his, his savings account and he puts, I don't know, Five hundred pounds in his building society, and suddenly <laughs> that guy has to give half the world's money back five hundred times. <laughs> yeah, suddenly, like his, like all that money becomes worth nothing because the massive inflation of um, your dad increasing his bank account that the whole world economy was based off oh, yeah, by five hundred yeah. times devalues his money five hundred fold. Which is half the money in the world. That's the worst financial crash ever. He has to... And, yeah, he's got to give all the money back. But also, what, take out, like, a, f- a 500% imaginary loan? The financial advisor gets all his money back. Um, like, you know, get, makes all the money. And he's like, yes, okay, well, like, now I can... And he calls up your dad and he's like, oh, by the way, I sorted out that investment. You know, you gave me that um, 300 quid... 500 quid now, and your dad's like, oh, cool. And he gets it, and he's like, oh, I might I might reopen the savings account now, that 500 quid. <laughs> Puts it in it. Destroys the net worth of the financial advisor and everyone else. <laughs> is, because, there, is there any way that all the money ends up in the, the, <laughs> the building society account? I don't know, may, maybe. Maybe this isn't the 2008 crash. Maybe this, like, happened the other day when your dad closed the account or something. Oh, my God. Um, there was a huge financial crash, but it only lasted, like, ten minutes. So no one noticed. It wasn't reported widely or something. Like, it, there wasn't, like, a huge crash and everyone died. Well, see, your dad's got this one-pound bank account. And because banks believe that one-pound bank accounts that are a result of people trying to switch their bank and the banks being annoying um, is an entirely stable, unmovable <laughs> quantity of money. And due to various machinations over... Decades, all of the money in the world becomes invested in your dad's one pound bank account. <laughs> At the same time, your dad but has not, given not money in to the bank his. Account. Not in it, but like. On sur- top of it. Surrounding the periphery, the bet on the existence of the bank account and its accumulation of interest over time. Something, yeah. something, something. All becomes tied in <laughs> in this one bank account. Um, at the same time, your dad has a financial advisor friend who persuaded him to give him um, a small amount of money that he got from a bet or. Um, winning the sweepstakes at work. I don't know. Um, he's like, oh, I can invest that for you. He loses all the money, apart from, like, you know, a quid. Um, and he's really embarrassed about it. Um, and in trying to find ways to make all the money back, he finds out about the world's economy being tied to your dad's one-pound bank account. <laughs> and then he hears your dad is trying to end it. So he's like, oh, I'm a financial advisor. I can help you end that bank account. I can help you take it down. And he knows, ha, I can short the account. Therefore, I'll make all the money back and probably a lot of money, but that's just all my fee. He, you know, he's, he's become consumed by greed. Um, <laughs> so much he then, greed. 
so much greed. He then <laughs> invests. He then shorts the account by one with one pound. Again, I don't know if that's entirely how it works, but he bets against it with one pound. Um, with such astronomical odds or whatever, because again, all the world economy is based off it, and it's meant to be a, a stable, um, constant point. It is. Then your constant, dad closes. Yeah. Your dad closes the account, destroying the world economy instantly, and giving the financial advisor fifty percent of the money um, that exists. So your so the financial advisor is like, yes, oh, and I'll give the five hundred quid back him and say oh there you go i fixed it i got all the money back and i've made you some money gives him the 500 quid and your dad's immediate response everyone is losing it um people are freaking out rich people are getting in their spaceships or going away to the private islands to hide i love Um, love that news is getting ready to be reported i love that because it happened at the same time as the uh the crash because he took half the money in the world the the, the, i guess because of the way inflation works the if if he'd had if he if he'd put six trillion dollars in his bank account the day before that would have been six trillion dollars, but because it is the six trillion dollars that is half of the money, it's now worth twice as much. Well, I was thinking then what happens is your, the financial advisor immediately gives your dad back the money that he invested, and your dad's response is, "Oh, What's that one pound." <laughs> oh no, he gives no, he gives about like five hundred quid or something. He's like, oh, okay. Oh, I know I just closed that savings account, but I'll just put it back. <laughs> it's got a 30-day um, latency period. I can just I can just redo it. I've got the 500 quid. Just put it away. Thank you. Well done. I had every faith in you to get this money back to me. Totally hadn't forgot about it. Puts the 500 quid in the bank account, and suddenly all the world banks recover instantly. <laughs> have an, actually have a massive jump, because suddenly it's gone from one pound to 500 pounds. Yeah, exactly. Um, it just, it all fixes. It was a massive increase. Suddenly all the money that the um, financial advisor made, the half, is worth nothing because it's no longer half of the world's wealth. It's actually, um, what, one thousandth of the world's <laughs> worth. Actually, that's still loads. That's still an incredible amount of, that's still an absolutely ridiculous amount of money. Yeah. Anyway, it's suddenly worth a lot less. He doesn't have half the money in the world. He has a thousandth of the money in the world, which is still quite a lot. But I'm trying to think of like a, how a Coenzy brother sort of end... Like a completely random end that gives this guy's comeuppance for his greed. Okay, I've thought of it. <laughs> All right. Just like a seemingly completely random end that just makes you question, is there, is there a god? Is there not a god? What just happened? Why did they do that? So, nearby where the financial advisor lives, there's a zoo. <laughs> um, as I said, the crash only lasts ten minutes. Not everyone knows about it. It's not immediately reported on for some reason. Who knows? Because the recovery is so instantaneous. Maybe people find out a bit later and they think, oh, I think it was a glitch in the machine, but everyone's now made more money that everyone's happy. Um, If people know what happened, they're keeping quiet about it um, and no one's saying how this seemingly incredible crash just happened and then didn't happen. But um, there was one guy um, who who, um, called his brother. There's one guy who worked at the Stock Exchange in New York, called his brother to let him know that shit's going to hit the fan. And we've lost all our money, everything's really bad, um, like, this is it, this is the end. And that brother, of course, worked at the zoo, worked with the lions and the lion enclosure. He was just uh, getting the lions sorted out, gets the phone call, just loses the will to live, and just let the, li- and the lions just run out into the street uh, and eat the financial advisor just after he sends your dad £500. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> okay, and then, it's not reported on, just freak accident, lion eats man. Um, lion escapes zoo and eats a guy. Um, but the economy's fine. It's doing great. 
Oh, that was a weird. That was a weird conversation. <laughs> we just I like add a disclaimer that like I have no understanding of like world finance or what shorting means or how investing works. Um, but, I think you know more than me. No, I just sound like I do. And let's hope that carries well, the do. episode. I hope you enjoyed, everyone. That was a film. That was a film smash. You've been listening film to smash. film smash. Series three. You've listened to film smash. Hope you enjoyed series three, episode two or three, if we count the bonus episode. Uh, Ruby will do your film smash with Muppets Treasure Island eventually. I just haven't watched it yet. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, we will do that actually. I keep meaning to reply to you, but we haven't. Sorry. <laughs>